The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 50 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. I know, I know I'm looking at the game over there, but there's a lot of pitches that look like outside or inside. Mm-hmm. That should have been balls and strikes. It's really weird. Well, I think AI should start calling balls and strikes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get you. I don't know how I feel about that, but you know. I mean, can you imagine like if we had AI doing this thing every day and it would be like, uh, they would have to say, hit it, Dory. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 177. Number 177, as in. What? Report number 177, radiation protection in dentistry and oral and maxiofascial imaging. I don't know why why they thought that was sad, but this is from 2019. Basically what this report says, and by the way, Report number 177 supersedes report number 145. Oh, my goodness. Of course. Keep that in mind. Uh Uh-huh. No exposure to x-rays can be considered completely risk-free. So the use of radiation by dentists and their assistants implies a responsibility to ensure appropriate protection. Okay. So there you go, 177. That's why I have that big lead thing on me while I'm taking the x-rays, right? Exactly. This provides all the guidance to all the dentist people. You think that was like a precursor to those weighted blankets have you have you ever tried one of those no i, I don't like heavy things on me like uh no i, I when i was in visiting down in atlanta my uh, brother and sister had one of those um yeah i did not like i thought i would like it i didn't like it i i have to nor do i like the lead thing on the, the dentist but i understand why there yeah you know i i hate that that they put it on you and then they leave the room <laughs> what is that about why do they leave the room i don't like it okay but you, you think they're making fun of your x-rays behind your back <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or is that all they're X-raying? Those, how about the like the X-ray, the X X-rays? Well, that part is covered usually, Neil. All right, Neil, your celebrity birthdays chosen, I'm, I'm ready. especially for you on this day, Jamie Lynn Sigler. Okay, so I should know her. Meadow Soprano oh, from yeah, The yeah. Sopranos, Tony's oh. oldest daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. She also, besides being on The Sopranos. Or Sopranos. She spent five months on Broadway playing Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Really? Like- I'm going to marry Belle. Yeah, anytime, anytime you can do a Gaston, you you got to break that in. Gaston, there, but, but yeah. Now, um, mm-hmm. Gaston, but now, um, okay. How- she was born in Jericho, New York, by the way. If uh, that helps. Yes, that's where the that's where the we have some uh, the Greensteins are in uh, Jericho, New York. We have cousins there. Hey, cousin Greensteins and and, uh, and Steve Thatcher, my other cousin, lives in Jericho, New York. Um, let me see here. How old do you think she would be today? She, I'm going to go with, um, 44. Neil, so close, but so wrong. She is 42 years old. Very close. She was on Entourage a little bit. Remember, uh. I did not watch the Entourage. Turtle had a crush on her and it was kind of like that Mm. old little storyline. It was okay. Never watched that. She was also in that commercial recently with with the other guy, with AJ. Yeah, yeah, uh, Sopranos thing at the, for the Super Bowl, <laughs> right. some car commercial, right? Yeah, yeah. Their careers are going places. <laughs> All right, near uh, American Pro Football Hall of Famer oh. linebacker Ray Ray Lewis. Oh. 
You like going to the, fo- the, the, uh, the football uh, well. I, I like to give you a nice variety of uh-huh. uh, people. I mean, there's baseball players, there's basketball players. <laughs> well, I figured you, Hockey m- you players, might know perhaps. this, but yeah. I, I try to get, they're chosen especially for especially you. Especially for you by, by the OCB birthday committee or something? Yeah, yeah, there is a committee. This has to go through a committee. By the way, Ray Lewis was in 13 Pro Bowls, Super yes. Bowl MVP in 2000 with the Baltimore Ravens. What Born in Bartow, Florida. You know what uh, college you went to? Um, I'm going to go S- Cincinnati. Is it Louisville? The U. At Miami. Miami. I'm going to go Ray Ray is 46. Very close once again, but oh. Ray Ray is 48 years oh, old. man. You're, you're right there. You're two oh, off, so maybe okay. adjust by two on this next okay. celebrity, which I know you're going to love. Okay. American rapper, Melly Mel... Melvin Glover. Melly Mel. His big hit that you should know. He was Grandmaster Flash in the Furious Five. Okay. Born in the Bronx. 1983 hit White Lines. Don't do it. That's a great song. Great song. Duran Duran did a remake of it in 1995. They still play it in their concerts. It's a great great song. It's a good song. Um, Higher, baby. Uh, Get higher, baby. Um... I'm gonna based on based on the time of that song. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um 63. Neil, yes, so close but wrong. 62 oh. years oh, my old. Oh. Neil, once again, warning track power tonight. Oh my goodness, it's warning so track power. But just, I mean, um, wait, wait, wait. No, wrong Trump. I didn't know the same guy did both of those. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a different guy. But thank you. All right, Neil. This in, here's an OC Bomber softballs update for you. Last week's game against NCNR was postponed. Oh. Yeah. They didn't have enough, so we're going to do a doubleheader next time we play them. Our next and, game is versus <coughs> chemistry tomorrow and, night. And guess what? The what? weather's not looking good. No, of course not. There's we're supposed gonna be to be rained rain again. Gonna, we'll be rained up again. And, again. We'll uh, see what happens there. Neil, what's going on in your soapbox corner this week? Is it soapbox or no? Are you on a soapbox this week? No, no, no. You're no. just in your corner. No, this week's uh is Mother's Day corner, Scotty. Yesterday, as we know, was Yesterday Mother's Day. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Day. Happy birthday to all the mothers right. out there and, and all now, the mother again, lovers. Well, I'm not going to dwell on. We do have the greatest moms in the world around us. Absolutely, know, it's I, a proven I, fact. We just, I, we're not going to. I'm going to take. We're going to go in a little different direction on Mother's Day. Now, as you know, this the um, traditionally um, uh, Mother's Day is the second Sunday in May, right? Right, right, and uh, that's uh, traditionally across the. Uh, I think we talked about the across origin. the globe or just well, the, there's, there's some the countries, countries we're going to get get to in a little bit there. Oh, but hmm, we talked hmm. about Mother's Day back last year about this person that that, that had lost a mother and anyway, so it became law in the, in the 20s here in the uh, in, in in the United States, but across a, across the globe, like Latavia, Mother's Day in Latavia was celebrated first in 1922. Since 1934, Mother's Day is celebrated on the second Sunday of May after the end of the, after the end of the Soviet occupation of the Baltic State. Celebration was resumed in, in 1992. Mothers oh, are also wow. honored on International Women's Day. Sure. How about Lithuania, Scott? Lithuania it was first celebrated in 1928. Mother's Day is celebrated on the first Sunday of, of, of May. Oh, why do they do it then? Oh, How about crazy. the Maldives? Oh, the Maldives! I would love to go it's to ce- the Maldives. It's celebrated on the May 13th for some reason. Just one. Always, day. always May right. 13th. And of okay. course, North Korea. 
Mother's Day is celebrated on, <laughs> wow. the, on 16 November as a public holiday in North Korea. The day takes its significance from the first national meeting of the mothers held in 1961, for which Kim Young-sung, the leader of this country, published a work called The Duty of the Mothers in the Education of Children. The date was designated as Mother's Day in May of 2012 as a pseudonym for the Supreme People's Assembly, but only became a public holiday and paid on a North Korean ca- calendar in, in 2015. <laughs> I am surprised that they even have that in in the north of right. Korea. But you, th- we're not done with Mother's. We're not done with Mother's Day corner because no, there's more mothers. Of course, it's, no. But this, we always talk about good mothers. How about? Oh, here we go. According to Mark Powell, yeah, the five worst mothers in history. Oh, yes. Let me let me hear them. All right, ready. Number five, and I, I need. I might need. Um, Bud, listen up here. I might need you to verify this. Mary Ball Washington. He may have been the father of our country, but George Washington had a miserable mom. While he was working 24-7 to keep the American Revolution alive, she was bad-mouthed in the Patriot cause to everyone. French military officers in Virginia even claimed she was outright supporter of England's King George III. Oh, my goodness. So George W.'s mom, just not Uh, good. Yeah, okay. Number four. Bad-mouthing the father of our country. Boo. Arizona. Arizona Donnie Parker. Also known as Ma Parker. Oh, oh, Ma Parker. Wasn't there um, there's some TV movie or something about yeah. her, right? This show me state girl made the FBI's public enemy list in 1930s. J. Hager Hoover called her the most vicious, dangerous, and resourceful criminal brain of the last decade by making the crime family business. How's that bad par- parenting, you may ask? Sons Herman Lloyd, Fred, and Arthur Barker became criminals the minute they got out of diapers. Of course. <laughs> Murder, car theft, kidnapping, armed robbery, bank holdups. The boys did it all. And Ma was right there with them. They abruptly ended in rural Florida hideout in 1935. A shootout with FBI agents straight, straight out the gangster movie ended with Ma and Fred going down. Now, Neil, I have a picture of Shelley Winters in my mind yes, playing Ma I think, Parker. Yes, I think you're right. Like a TV movie something. or something that was on. Yeah. Should I continue? Horrible mother. I, I can't believe the her her boys waited till they got out of diapers to pick up the life of crime. But yeah. Should I do a number three here? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Number three. How about Marianne Cotton? Who? Uh, her who? name might not ring a bell oh. in the U.S., but this is a scandalous in the U.K. The 19th oh. century nurse, dressmaker, and housekeeper had a secret hobby. She poisoned and killed 11 of her 13 children, her four oh husbands, two lovers, plus two others. Oh. All for the insurance money. <laughs> what wasn't wasn't there just a movie about this? Arsenic was the weapon of choice. She racked up a well, body sure. count of twenty one before Scotland Yard finally caught her up with her. When Marianne Cotton was hanged in eighteen seventy three, the rope was cut too short, probably deliberately. A bad <laughs> ending for a, a truly short. bad mom. Number okay. two on the list. He's a bad oh, mother. Oh, number Scott. two. Bad mothers. Bad, <laughs> bad mother. <laughs> Zerelda Elizabeth Cole James Sims Samuel, Jesse James' mom. <laughs> oh, well, okay. That's all you had to say. Jesse James' mom. Okay. In Middle East, Zelda Cole had many tough breaks in life. She hated her stepfather and married at 16 to a f- flea home. Husband Robert James was a Baptist preacher. They moved to Missouri where Jesse was born. Robert left during the California gold rush where, she, he, be- where he believed to die. Mm-mm-mm. She quietly remarried. Quickly remarried, husband number two disliked Jesse and treated him cruelly. The problem was soon resolved when he was thrown off from a horse and killed. <laughs> well, Second uh, good husband. for her. Zelda then married husband number three, a quiet, passive man described as standing in the shadow of his outspoken, forceful wife. She wore the pants in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda spent her final years turning James into one of James Farmer to her tourist trap. For 50 cents a head, she gave oh God tours and a last bit of larceny. 
She sold out rusted guns that she claimed belonged to Jesse. She actually bought them from cheap at a second-hand oh shop my goodness. and charged a fortune for them. Which is why dozens of private gun collectors today still boast a firearm that was carried by Jesse James. Even though it really wasn't. Yes. Way to go. Truly Way to go, bad mom. mom material from start to finish. Boo. And yes. number one. Yeah, no. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Mama June from Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> no way. Now, if you saw the show, you understand she, it. I have never seen the show. She, she's number one out of this life of crime. She's pushing her child into I'm, these pageants. That's worse than crime? <laughs> I need to hear this guy's explanation, Neil. This no, is, this there is, is, I swear to God, the article ended like I, that. No. <laughs> yes. She's the worst. The Oh, my. She, uh, the worst mom of all. According to- The what's worst the guy, mom- What's this guy's name again? Of all time. Mark I, Powell. Mark, right. Mark, uh, and that was turn. this week's Mother's Corner. There you go. The mothers. Are you mothers out there? Our mothers are just so much better, Look, I, I, we, we- Around such good mothers, I thought we'd talk about like you know bad bad mothers. <laughs> Mom, yeah, to compare and contrast. Sure, right, you know. All right, Neil. Um, spring is sprung. Spring is sprung. It's nice out. The pollen count is still very high. But as we're out and about, you know, you could be outside having a picnic, doing yard work. But guess what else is out? Critters, okay. bugs, things are out there that are trying to get you. I hate those things. So let's let's go with Schmidt's sting pain index okay people get stung by bees other things as well yes have you ever been stung oh yeah plenty of times it's oh bees, okay all right uh mosquitoes bugs yeah i um i've been bitten many times i've i've gone camping by the way like outdoor camp like you know um and wake up in that the, that's hard for me to fathom and picture but go ahead. outdoor camping without yeah. a tent when i was a kid and like wake up and like you, you mosquito bites is on your face because you, yeah you know that look I, I don't like it. I that, don't like that, it at all. That's happened to me. I don't like it at Why all. Why don't you think I would be camping? Because uh, you're a city boy. <laughs> On Schmidt's Sting Pain Index, one is least painful. One's least painful. Got it? Okay. Four is the most painful. Four. He rated 30-some insects, but I'm going to give you the highlights here. All right. Um, I hate... I Okay. I, you want me to comment on these if I agree yeah, or disagree? I, I, what do you want me to do? Well, it's a podcast and we're talking, so yes, please. Oh, I should interact with you during this. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, <God. laughs> the red fire ant and the sweat bee. You know that little oh. bee that goes there? One on the pain index. That could be I, a little higher. I don't think I've ever been stung now, by a sweat bee. I don't know about a sweat And you know I sweat a lot. the fire ant, though, that was was a big thing bad. Well, you would think fire ant, it sounds very vicious. I mean, Lisa's Lisa's grandmother down down in Florida, that was like the big warning. Watch the fire. I mean, every time. Oh, watch the fire ant. It was just, I mean, it was like, it was, it was, it became a joke, but she really meant well. (laughs) Coming in at 1.5 on the pain index. Oh, come on. We're going to use a 0.5 now? Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Giant sweat bee. Have you seen a giant sweat bee? I don't know. What di- I, can, I don't. I don't know the difference I, I, between a sweat bee and a giant sweat bee. Okay. All right. Coming in at two. Number two. Honey wasp, oh. bald-faced hornet, oh. and the western honeybee. Oh. Don't like. I can't that. with the honeybees. But but I'll tell you those wasps. That no. What, what was that number? Two. 
Yeah, that, just two. Well, yeah, I, I do not want to see four then. <laughs> well, hold on. Two point five is the yellow fire wasp, oh. which is usually what we see. I think when they got the little yeah. yellow stripes on them. Do you remember, I had the wasp uh, nest in my, my, my house. Oh right, yeah. The guy came and was fascinated by it. But you may continue. That was huge too, oh, wasn't it? He had to come and he was he was fascinated. I've got two little hornets' nests going way up high on on my uh-huh. house on the gutters. I can't get to them, so I, I don't know what to do about them. Maybe uh. you can come over on a ladder and get him no i'll give you this guy's number he'll come no over they're they're like the size of a small golf ball right now it's just worth the material for the guy to come over you, oh well you, th- you thought the cesspool guy was great this, I th- this, I th- guy, this, this guy this guy's gotten is better than the cesspool guy the septic tank guy? Septic, yeah that yeah well i would rather see you climb up a ladder and try to <laughs> knock it off no okay at three yes. is the red paper wasp and the giant paper wasp so don't mess with paper Wasp. wasps and at number four is the warrior wasp. So the wa- so wa- wasp are the toughest thing. They, that's bad. Just stay away from wasps. Oh. Kill them. Do whatever you have to. And you know what you should do when you get stung by any of these, Neil? What's that? You should urinate on the stings. That's not true. Oh, it's... Oh, wait. No. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't say urinate on the stings. It says apply a dampened cold rag filled with ice on the sting area for ten to twenty minutes. It reduces pain and swelling. And, and also, it, calamine lotion. And if that if that doesn't work, then urinate on it. Then urinate. Well, I always urinate on everything. Uh-huh. Baking soda paste is, works. Hydrocortisone cream. I don't like getting stung. Usually what happens, because I'm barefoot a lot around yeah, the pool, I yeah. might step on a bee oh, and get stung on the oh, foot. I hate, that. Oh. Hate, the, hate when that happens. Oh, oh, so that's oh. the Schmitz Pain Index. Now, is, it, is, it, is this like the, uh, like, like the barometer of pain index for, for insects? That we it want? is for us. Okay. So Maybe we should come up with our own index. The OC. Maybe we should get stung by a variety of different things and we could rate the pain on the next episode. What do you say? Or we could have our wife slap us for different comments and see what the pain is. <laughs> that, uh, well, speaking of things that happen naturally, let's take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to talk about language. How about mm-hmm. that? My favorite thing. We all know that you love listening to the OCB podcast, but let's get real. Sometimes you just can't quite follow or understand what the heck Neil is trying to say. Boy, oh boy, tell me about it. Imagine this. In just one month, you'll be able to know everybody's name in a restaurant. How fun! And in two months' time, you'll be able to go to any concert by yourself and interact with, and maybe even befriend, complete strangers, all while feeling perfectly normal and not being afraid. Not really one of my life goals, but okay. Well, don't waste your time with other language apps learning a useless foreign language. Get the new and exciting OCB Rosetta Stone app and learn to speak Neil. Tell me more about this Rosalita Come Out Tonight stone. You can learn innovative new Neil words that will make your life fun. Hey Neil, what did you think about the movie? Fair. Oh, I didn't like it either. Use the OCB Rosetta Stone and open a whole new understanding of life and also what Neil is talking about on the OCB podcast. Like Superman power through, you know, could see like a see through things like, um. Beg pardon? Like Superman power through, you know. Come again? Could see like a see through things like, um. Yeah, still not quite getting it. Imagine having a conversation in Neil's language. Hey, Neil. 
Did you scrog my iPhone charger? Maybe one of the kids scrogged it. Oh, I know. He actually meant maybe one of the kids took it. See how easy it is to fully understand the language of Neil? Speaking Neil can even connect you with that special someone in your life. Hey honey, what are we doing for Valentine's Day this year? It doesn't matter, as long as we spend Valentine's Day together. The OCB Rosetta Stone is easy to install and fun for all ages. Anyone can use it. Mommy, mommy, can I use it too? Why don't you save up your own money and buy one yourself? Call 1-800-O-B-C-N-E-E-L and start speaking Neil today. Available for all electronic devices running the OCB operating system. Wait, what are you doing? I couldn't see what you were doing here. You're, you're prepping your cards? I'm reading, I'm, I'm, I'm practicing in my head how to read this. Are you going to practice talking into the microphone? What am I going to do? Okay, I'm ready, are you? I think so. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Alyssa! Wow. <laughs> wow, you couldn't see the cue card that Scruffy has right there for you? No? Okay. Neil. Yes, sir. Lay the toilet joke on me, please. Yeah, it better be a good one because I spent a lot of time staring at it. <laughs> I hope you have it memorized. Did you hear about the girl that fell off the toilet? No, Neil. I did not hear about the girl who fell off the toilet. She was so embarrassed, her cheeks flushed. How could her cheeks flush if she was off the toilet? Wouldn't her cheeks have to be on the toilet for them to be flushed? I just read them. I just read them, people. 5.15. And I'm my brain on the 5.15. Um, uh, Speaking of toilets, I might take apart my, my um, one toilet on and replace a little flusher valve on it. I think I'm feeling very daring about it. What are you doing? You're going to repair a toilet? Yeah. I think I'm going to take the back tank off and uh, put a new mechanism in the middle. The flusher mechanism. All right. I think you could do it. I've done that. But, but I, what I would recommend- where, where, where you have to drain the tank and take it off? I, I've done a little of that. But I, what I recommend is have neighbor Jeff at, on standby. You know what, Kelly? I think I can handle it myself. Why do I always have to call neighbor Jeff when there's anything Just the on, just on standby. Wrong? But just- Forget about like him helping you. Just think about about like him like the, the camaraderie to do with with him. He already thinks I'm soft and can't do things anyway. I, well, that's I, I true. Try to so so validate it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Neil. Let's 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 get into some feedback. All right. So let's open up the feedback machine. We talked about the Kentucky Derby last week, Neil. And by the way, Mage, the winner, mm-hmm. is going to race in the Preakness. This Saturday. Can't wait for that. The horse trainer, Rob Poling's uncle. Yeah. It is Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert, yeah. Uh, Yes, he is suspended. Two-year suspension from Churchill Downs because he doped up his horse. It tested more than double the legal amount of medicine and things. Medina spirit in 2020. If he was a mother, it'd be a bad mother. (laughs) Also, the OC Bomber podcast is not yet available on YouTube. Yeah. um, It's it's coming soon, hopefully. uh, Hopefully by this fall, they got to be available to take our RSS feed, which Mm. I I know you know all about that. I follow that all the time, yes. Also in the feedback machine from North Central Pennsylvania. 
Bud, one of our favorite octogenarians, yes. he said uh, about the coronation of King Charles III. Yeah. He would love to be one of the house cavalry because they get to wear the helmets with the big plumes and the breastplates and have the black horses and the swords. He and likes all. the pomp and circumstance. He likes that. Oh, he loves the pomp. <laughs> There's nothing he doesn't love more than pomp. Well, maybe a nice steak. <laughs> maybe that. But also, he is one of three people who loved Larry and the Queen uh, talking. Are the two being me and you? Uh, yeah. Um, it, I don't think it got much play uh, uh, reaction from the crowd I saw. But, you know, Larry and the Queen. You, you can't go wrong. That by, by the like, way, that, that last episode, had a, we, had a, we had a lot of, uh, you know, um, skits going on. It was a lot of fun. Do you think so? Uh, yeah. I do, love do, the skits. Do, do, do you think the, the podcast think the podcast is going to take a different direction? No, not at all. Oh. Unless, that, unless I, there's a spinoff podcast, Larry and the Queen, coming this fall. <laughs> <laughs> also in the feedback machine the original brother-in-law bill yeah he wants to be our real-time fact checker okay you know how they have that on pti and yeah, all sure, that sure. uh so if he's ever in town we could have him here to do that because he did say that yes nana cherry is eagle eye cherry's half sister wow. the father is jazz musician don cherry he yeah, was a trumpeter wow all the cherries related. Maybe even exactly. Cherry Garcia is there. Maybe Bing is there also. I don't Bing and the Bing Cherry. Neil, do you have any feedback? No. <laughs> and that's our feedback machine. <laughs> Neil, I found something that was interesting to me that I yes. wanted to talk to you about. It's languages of the world. Languages of the world. I know you love language. I, I'm a, I'm a I know linguist. you love sp- Speaking it. Yes. So currently there are 7,117 known spoken languages around the world. Wow. The theory that human language developed from gestures that were used for simple communication. So there's the gestural language and vocal language depend on similar neural systems that are bordering each other in our brains. Interesting. So basically, like using sign language type thing is very close to the vocal. Okay. All right. The most spoken languages in the world. Are you ready? Yes. Most. The most. What do you think is number one, Neil? Mandarin. No. Mandarin is number two. Number one is English. Really? The The way it it should be. The mother tongue? Really? Well, there's about 373 million native English speakers and then over 1 billion non-native English speakers. Interesting. So everybody speaking English. uh, So that's English imperialism spreading English all across English English all across the globe. Yeah. But number two is Mandarin. Okay. So there's 929 million native speakers and 189 million non-native speaking. Okay. For Mandarin. What Mandarin. do you think number three is? Spanish? Well, it's uh, Spanish is number four oh. with a lot of native uh, speakers. But number three, it's a market we want to break into so oh, badly. India. Hindi. Hindi. Yes, yeah. it's Hindi. Yeah. Because there's tons of people yeah. there. So, yeah. And number four. Five is kind of interesting. It is French. 
Really? Who has more non-native speakers than native speakers. Imperialism. <laughs> yeah. So, so it very much gets into that. And then like number six, there's Arabic. There's Bengali. Russian is eight. Portuguese is nine. So it goes on and on, but it was just fascinating that, um, you know, English is number one. What? And, and shouldn't we just all just speak English so we all understand each other? Or is, or is that odd thinking? That, well, one day there'll be no w- one language, no language. It'll be just, you know, just gesturing and music, be, is what my, 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 you know, which is the universe. Gesturing language. and music. Oh, I thought it was going to be all telepathic. Okay. But by the way, do you know what the 10 least spoken languages in the world are? By the way, in Chile, Yangang is only spoken by one person. <laughs> by one person? In Brazil, Kayaki, by one person. I'm not kidding. And it says here that well, that's ridiculous. If they speak it, they're just speaking to themselves. <laughs> but it says by um, uh, there's a language that dies every 14 days of the 7,000 languages that are out there. Wow. Okay. Banarif in Indonesia are spoken by four people. Munsi in Canada Wait. nine. Onida in 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 the United States by two. Onida is a part of it. But that's in New York. Neil, here's here's another language for you. You're gonna okay. love. Klingon. Oh my goodness. From okay. Star Trek. Okay. Here's a little information about that. It developed from gibberish from the 1960s show where they just kind of spoke like that. Right. But then. From Star Trek, right? From Star Trek with Kirk and Spock. But then when they started making the movies, they brought in a professional linguist, Dr. Mark Orkrand, to create an authentic speech for the Klingons. And in 1992, it evolved into the second edition of the Klingon Dictionary. So give me some words. So I'm going to teach you this phrase. Okay. It is an insult. It means your mother has a smooth forehead. Okay. Because, you know, Klingons have big, yes, you bumpy foreheads. You, you, you know what a Klingon looks like, I right? Do, yeah, I do. I, Reverend Jim played a Klingon in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Sure. I, yeah, I have, right? no, I have no issues with the Klingons. Okay, so here's what your mother has a smooth forehead. Your mother has like. a smooth forehead. Hob. Hob. Solid coach. Hob, solid coach. Hop, solid coach. Hop, solid coach. Okay, now say it like you're a Klingon and you're angry and you're a warrior. Hop, solid coach. Now, um, also speaking of languages for movies, didn't they do that for the um, Game of Thrones with uh, Khaleesi's, Khaleesi's language? Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- all these uh, linguist people—they're yeah. just waiting for Hollywood to call them to make up a new language. Maybe, maybe the OG can look as into what was the first language of uh, the OCB probably. language. <laughs> I think we have one of those. All right, Neil, have you ever done, uh, tried to study a foreign language? Yes. I took one year of French in high school. Did you do anything? Uh, yeah, I took I took Spanish when I was in uh, seventh grade and didn't want to do it anymore. Now, now <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done uh, the Babel or Duolingo or anything like that? No. Now, you remember my, my, um, my, I, I have spoken of a lost language myself from when I was a kid, Ladino, or what they call is um, Judeo-Spanish, I think they call it. it Judeo-Spanish. Where so and how did you learn this? This is what my, my so the Judeo-Spanish, but this is when the Jews, I could, mm-hmm. I'm not going to read this, but the Jews got kicked out, kicked out of Spain. They ended up in the Ottoman Empire, and this is where they kind of mix Spanish, Hebrew, and Arabic, Arabic oh, okay. all those types of things. My, my parents. Let me give you a word, for example. Yes, please. Dashallah. Dashallah. That means leave me alone. <laughs> I bet you heard that a lot. <laughs> Yabasta. Yabasta. Enough. Enough. 
These are the words. These are the words that we hear. A words that we hear a lot when I was a kid. The sim, ya basta. <laughs> do, do you speak Huttonese from Star Wars? I do not. Cheskadula, Krista, Krinko, Yavoska. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that's what Greedo says to Han Solo before he gets fried. But anyway, there's um, only, but there's only but apparently there's only fifty-one thousand people speaking this language today. Still, wow. Hmm. And, 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 and you know a few words. And, and, and they're trying to keep it alive. Francie, I remember our, 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 Francie, our, our yes. German exchange student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to learn English. And then, as a matter of fact, she went to, after she left here, she was going to France, right? Mm-hmm. And she was teaching herself France, like, you know, with, with, with her iPhone in her spare time. Wow. That's, I, I love that when people do that. Oh, she's amazing. I try to, but, but then I. Yeah, but we're Americans because we yeah. think the mother tongue. What else is there? Yeah, everybody should speak it, right? We, we, we've already said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Francie being from Germany, thank you to all of our German listeners. Very consistent every week. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Germany. To Germany. Neil, here are the most common mispronounced words in the English language. I got four of them for you. Let's see if I can mis- mispronounce them. Applicable. Applicable. Right. It's not applicable. It's applicable. Oh. Applicable. Let's start doing that. <laughs> also, the second month of the year. How do you say that? February. It's not February. It's February. There's an R in there. And yeah, I'm not going to try. I, I know. Growing thing. up, I don't remember anybody ever saying the R in there, but it's there, and you're supposed to pronounce it. So I will endeavor to do that. Endeavor. Also, uh, I think one of our presidents kind of chewed on this word: nuclear. Nuclear. Not nuclear. There's no U in the middle. Yeah. It's I got that. That, that word I got. Nuclear. nuclear. That word I got. Nuclear. nuclear. And then if you had to give somebody an update on something or give them a status, would you say status? Status. It's status. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Actually, it is status. <laughs> it's not tomato. It's tomato. You say tomato. I say tomato. <laughs> you say status. status I, I say status. status. Yeah. No, let's yes, call the whole thing, thing off. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. But you know, one thing we do know how to pronounce, it's climate change. Oh, uh, so uh, let's go ahead and talk oh. about that. And now we're out of time. Shoot. All right, Neil, next week, we're going to come back and have some more fun. Maybe get the climate change. No, we are getting the climate change next, next week. week. Guaranteed. What do you say? Sounds like a plan, man. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Spread the word on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.